Yes, my friends, it's time for another episode of the Seven Figures Club. And today's episode, boys and girls, gonna be a fun one. I'm excited. You should be too. It's about why getting some haters is actually a good thing. I'm talking about those negative, dirty, rotten SOBs that just are so down and just trying to bring you down with them. How do you initially feel when you get some haters? We'll talk about that. And we're also going to talk about the fact that haters can actually come from anywhere. Even the people who supposedly love you the most can become haters in your life that you need to get rid of. We're going to talk about how to understand the haters and the best way to push past and beyond the haters. So let's go. There are over 32 million businesses in the U.S. and over 90% of them will never break seven figures in annual sales. So how do we as entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs break into that seven figures club? This podcast will relentlessly share the secrets, strategies, and tactics I've used to create three multi-seven figures businesses and bring in even more successful entrepreneurs than me to share their inspirational stories and tactics to success. You can create your dream business in life right now. So buckle up and let's go. All right, everybody. Hope you're having an amazing day. Great week. Taking massive action, making 2021 your breakthrough year. And as I think about everything uh, that's going on, you know, I'm trying to trying to get mentally and physically prepared and calendar prepared for 75 Hard. Been going through the 75 Hard podcast with our friend Andy Frisella. Phenomenal, phenomenal entrepreneur. And uh, I'm still trying to get my, my family on board. Again, I think out of my five kids and my wife, I've got uh, I've got one of my kids on board. He's, he's the go-getter, Marcus. And uh, the rest of them are definitely, you know, resisting, pushing back. Uh, but, you know, theoretically saying that when I start this uh, next Monday, March 1st, that they're going to potentially join me. Uh, the interesting thing about this is I'm as I'm going through and listening to Andy's podcast, I'm learning that this, the, the two 45-minute workouts, it actually has to be 45 minutes continuous. So I was thinking, oh, you know, I'll do a 15-minute uh, walk or run a couple times here at work, take a break outside the office, and then go home and do another. Fi- nope, that, that would be cheating. That would be substituting. That is not exactly what he said we have to follow it to the letter of the law and the funny thing is in in his uh, podcast he's talking about how everyone he says no mother effort you know he's he's got he's got a cursing uh, problem that uh, goes beyond uh, any anything most uh, most mortals are aware of so he may offend your senses there but his message is fantastic Anyway, I'm I'm super excited to get going with that, and you no, know, he keeps talking about if you grab that uh, pile of M and M's and eat it, or you grab that. For me, it's uh, it's those trolley worms, those damn trolley worms, and uh, the Ghirardelli dark chocolate with the caramel sea salt uh, thing. Oh, I love those. So I've got those in the office. I've got those at home. I've got to get rid of them. I got to tell my wife to stop. You know, she's a chef. To, to stop making such amazing uh, treats and goodies and desserts every day because that's going to break my diet and then I'll have to keep on starting over. And the one thing I don't want to do is I don't want to go in reverse. I want to push through all 75 days uh, trying to get uh, friends and family involved to join me starting next Monday. And, you know, we're getting a little bit of feedback. Uh, our team here at the office 
is uh, is buying in. So I'm super excited to participate and do this 75 hard challenge with them. So last night, because I'm not going to lie to you, I'm a workaholic. I find that uh, I don't need to, you know, go home and, and watch TV and do mindless things from 7.30, 8 o'clock at night till 11. So I, I do like to maybe get an extra hour, hour and a half of, of work in there after I eat dinner, hang out with my kids and, and wife and see what's going on. And, and then everybody, you know, they've got uh, homework, they've got things to do. Sometimes they've got Xbox, which I need to exchange that for more book reading in their lives. But, you know, during that time, I like to catch up on a few things, plan out uh, the day, do some courses, uh, keep reading some additional books. And as I was going through, I was looking at at some of our, our Facebook uh, posts and our, our Facebook group. We've got a, a few hundred people in there that are in our funding partner community that uh, we do training and and uh, give them, uh, you know, information and knowledge and tools so that they can build their own funding empire and a recession-proof business. And uh, one of the one of the gentlemen in the group was uh, messaging me, and he was connecting up with a, a group and talking to one of the group admins in Facebook about how we could do a workshop about business funding. And for those who are looking to make money online, they can look at our funding partner opportunity. And as he's uh, doing this, this guy just starts getting, the admin just starts getting super negative, like with all these cynical responses of, oh, no, you can't do that. And, you know, if you're going to do business funding, you need a license and you need all these things. And, and, and you don't in the business funding space. It's a non-regulated space. It's not like residential mortgages where you need your MN. NMLS uh, ID and, and reference number and license number and it's highly regulated. That's not how business finance is. And really, I think California is the only state that even has something for, you know, if you're not a direct lender and you're a funding uh, consultant or facilitator like we are, they California has some, some, some form of uh, licensing with that, but no one else in the country does. And so this guy's just Spewing all this negativity, all the this you know, as we hear on the news, all this misinformation, disinformation. Oh my goodness! So he's uh, spewing all this negative stuff, and uh, and and our our partners like you know Google, our company, Seven Figures Funding, Google the owner, Leo Cannell. Look at the books, look at the online reviews. I mean, it's overwhelmingly positive stuff. And if you know Google, Google will put the negative crap up there just as fast as the positive. And we work very hard at serving our clients to give them the result that they want and quite frankly deserve. And that goes to the top and Google rewards that when you put that type of content and people respond in the way they do when they work with you and you you fulfill what, what uh, you promise and tell them you're going to do. And so as, uh, as, as our funding partner is responding to this i'm just realizing and this happens there are haters everywhere and i think it's important to understand and i really learned this concept um, by working and, and studying and researching grant cardone and grant cardone talks about this in a lot of his books in a lot of uh, everything he does that hey when you start getting some haters it's actually a good thing that means you're on the right path if you're not making noise and 
you know, being prolific online and, and gaining momentum and traction, you won't even have haters, right? Because no one knows who you are. No one knows about your business. You're not reaching out enough. You're not making enough noise in the market to get some of those negative haters. And as uh, Grant often says, we live in a broken world. And I think we've that's never been more clear than what we've seen in the last few months in our country from you know, riots to the January 6th Capitol Hill to the presidential election and just the very stark, extreme, you know, contrast of political views and capitalism versus socialism and all the different aspects that go into politics and that bullshit. And so as you look at that fact, it's no wonder that the majority and maybe it's 51 percent, maybe it's 60, 70 percent. I don't know what that number is. But the majority of people are fed so much negative garbage day in and day out that, of course, there's going to be negative responses. Of course, there's going to be cynicism. Absolutely, you're going to have to contend and earn your credibility. And the quickest way I've found to do that is actually dominate your page one results on Google. It's to put all of the massive content. It's to write the book uh, about the industry you're in. It's, it's to do the events. It's to do the podcast. It's to provide so much value that that just rises to the top in how you serve people and give them the solutions they want and, quite frankly, deserve. And as you do, you're going to get those haters. And those haters are going to find you, especially on social media, because nobody gets the balls more often than on than when they are on social media to just say negative crap that they would never say to someone's face because they don't have the balls to say it. But boy, if they've got that, if they can hide behind that computer screen and that social media and that Facebook group and just, you know, spew forth their negativity, well, absolutely you know, that's where you're going to find the haters, right? You're not going to find the haters coming up to you in the street or, you know, saying negative crap to you. They're going to be online. They're going to be, you know, sometimes they'll even be, you know, a client that you have just done everything possible to help and to serve. And somehow, magically, they still want to give you a one-star review. And you did everything possible. No one could have given them a better solution, but they're just they're a hater. They're a negative human being. They're a naysayer, and they want to bring you down to their negative, failing life level. And I've never, it, what it oftentimes is, it's people who don't create, right? It's those negative little consumers that just are all about tearing people down. Uh, for example, you know, we, we've got kind of a, a family friend, and she's the type that the food, oh, it tastes like shit. Everything's terrible in this restaurant. I want to see a manager. No matter where she goes, like, that's her reaction, and then she ends up eating all the food, right? And so those type of people are around us. And so initially you feel terrible. You feel threatened. You feel like maybe you're not doing that great a job of serving your clients. Maybe, you know, what you do offer the marketplace isn't as valuable as you think. Those are the thoughts that start to enter your mind. And what's worse is these haters can come from anywhere. These haters can come from our family and our friends and our circle of people who supposedly care and love us the most. It can come from a parent. Oh, you know, I, Leo, I, I like what you're doing, but you know, you should probably go back to law school, go to school and become an attorney like your dad. And you should probably do this. And you should probably do that. And, you know, 
you're you're just uh, uh, it looks like you're just not uh, succeeding in life and and uh, or 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 you know you start to succeed you start to take massive action whoa you need to slow down you're working too hard Leo you're doing too much you're not living a balanced life you're you're losing your your spiritual connection to what's really really matters and you start to get these naysayers and haters around you that are just spewing these little negative darts at you and why are they doing that because you are different because you are taking the massive action you want to live life on your terms you want to create financial independence for yourself for your family and give your your children an epic life you want to show them that hard work and work ethic matter and if our and if they want to succeed in life that's what they're going to have to do and so these haters come around and so what we need to do is we need to cut the fat we need to get rid of the haters in our life because that negative energy is just worthless maybe it's an employee that needs to be you know let go because it's just not a good fit because they don't fit your culture they don't have the values and principles they don't want to be unreasonably optimistic and focus on solutions they want to make love to the problem and you know spew forth their negativity and criticisms and insulting and not be accountable to their own lack of production right it can be the same with family and friends that we need to we need to get rid of you know they want to complain and bitch about everything sorry you know what i love you but i can't be with you i can't hang around you anymore you're not you know you are as uh, as so many uh, mentors say that you are the equal of your uh, five uh, people that you spend the most time with. And if you're spending time with those negative naysayers who are going nowhere in life, then that's what you're going to get. So as soon as you cut that out and you start going to another level, reaching up to mentors, and it can be online mentors, it can be people you know, in your neighborhood, in your church, people who are succeeding at a higher level and learning from them and following their path to prosperity, to success. And inevitably, a lot of them are living a better life. They're living a better family life. They have paid the price for several years so that they can spend more time. They can travel four or five weeks out of the year with their family and provide them an epic life because they paid the price and they got rid of the haters. I guarantee you they got rid of the haters. And then as you grow more, you're going to get more haters. And sometimes the haters will even come from your own community. So you got to have strict rules in your Facebook groups. You got to have strict rules to go ahead and refund and, and fire that client because as you grow and get big enough, I don't need to work with you. I've got, you know, thousands of people searching and asking me for help to fund their business because they know it's not easy. And but if they are going to be, you know, difficult and crazy and all money's not good money, the, the longer you do business, you realize all money's not good money. You know what? Sometimes you have to fire that client or you have to you have to step back and say, you know, I don't know if you're a good fit for this program. And now you posture and put it in in their eyes, that in their perspective, that actually they're going to need to, you know, come to you a little bit more humbly or we're not doing business, right? You're, you don't need to be a part of my program. I'll fire you. I'll refund your money. I don't need your money. Get the hell out of here. Your negativity can go somewhere else. You can go be a hater and a whiner somewhere else and continue to fail at life. And that, my friends, is the gosh darn honest truth. And I just am so tired of the haters. But now we have to understand the haters. Why do they hate so much? Because they don't create. Creators are happy. When I am at my happiest, I am just knee deep in creating a new course, a new training in, 
you know, hiring and, and training new employees in, you know, helping hundreds of people to create their dream funding empire business to create the life that they want, right? And so understanding why they hate is because of their own negative state in life, right? The glass is always half empty for them. Nothing's ever, you know, what they what they think it should be. And it all reflects on their own lack of production, performance, and and they just can't understand why they're failing in life. And it's the values and principles and the negativity and the hating. And if you've ever read the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, it's don't criticize. It's don't complain. It's don't condemn. Those three C's, you get rid of the criticizing, condemning, and uh, and the, the complaining. Oh, my goodness. You will become a different person. And the complaining is like a cancer. It's stuck in you. It's an addiction. And when you start to go a few weeks, a few months, even just a few days, it will radically transform who you are. And all of a sudden, instead of attracting negative bullshit in your life, you're going to start to attract positive unbelievable results. You're going to change the way you think. And when you do that magically, then you will be more humbler. Oh, well, maybe I need to reach out and read these books. Maybe I need to, you know, reach up to these different mentors and people that I can learn from. And when you do that, guess what? Good things happen. When you stop focusing on a blame game, it's always someone else's fault and criticizing them. You start to look within and, wow, I'm not getting the job done. I've got the wrong set of values and principles. I'm not teaching my kids. I'm not uh, displaying work ethic. I'm not inspiring my team. I'm not serving my client and giving them the result that they need and deserve, right? And as you do that, unbelievable things are going to happen. And then you start to put, you start to stack up months. You start to stack up years of thinking and acting and believing and living by these values and principles. And as you do, you're going to build up an armor where you live above and beyond the haters. You feel bad for them. You understand they're where they're at because of their own lack of values and principles that they live by, because they love to live in the past, because they love to criticize, condemn, and tear people down. When someone successful goes through a difficult time and is torn down like the media loves to do, because no one is a bigger hater or horrible person often than the average media person. The average, you know, news and, and media person who's constantly like, what does the media do? Like 95% of those is just negativity, right? It's tearing people down. They love that. That's why they loved having Trump in president. So they could just keep on tearing him down, tear, 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 tear. And you'll see the, the same thing, you know, to a much lesser extent, but in some circles where people want to tear Biden down, right? And instead of just attacking, you know, different disagreements and issues and reasonably finding solutions and common ground, like that's what politicians and media do. That's why I hate them both. I hate both. And, and people in the government are really good at this. Everyone, you know, for example, in the state of New York, Governor Andrew Cuomo and, and his administration made massive mistakes with how they treated the elderly and old folks' homes and different uh, old uh, you know, older people, uh, healthcare homes where they were at and, and put people with COVID in there and tons of people died. And so what are they so good at? They're good at criticizing, passing the blame. It's someone else's fault. It's the federal government's fault. It's this person's fault. No, no, man, you take, you take accountability. You screwed up. You messed up. 
you should apologize and move forward. Everyone in America understands a mistake. And when you, you know, own up to it and move forward, that's how we win together. But it starts by understanding that to move beyond the haters, you have to live with values and principles, positivity, enthusiasm, and unreasonable optimism that you're not going to participate in their complaining game and their criticizing game. You're, you're not even going to acknowledge their ridiculous perspective on life. You're only going to move forward with that unreasonable optimism to focus on solutions. So my friends, if you've got some haters, if you've got some naysayers surrounding you in your circle, in your friends, and your family, you're going to need to disconnect from them. You're going to need to tell them the truth that you can't hang around them because they aren't inspiring greatness. They aren't lifting you up. The biggest, biggest and, and most effective way to judge whether a relationship is good is does it make you a better person? Like it's that simple. If someone is challenging you and lifting and encouraging you to be better, that is who you want to be with. Are you looking for more seven-figure secrets, content, or even how you can launch your own recession-proof business? Then check out sevenfigures.com. That's the digit seven, F-I-G-U-R-E-S.com, where we share more videos, stories, strategies, funding solutions, entrepreneurial education, and even the secret business type that's recession-proof. Thank you for listening, and if you're finding value in our podcast, please give us a five-star and invite others to join the club.